podcast DJ ready. Yo, yo, what's good, man? Welcome to another week podcast. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> welcome. You know who we are. I'm ready. I'm DJ. Yes, yes. Well, we got expert skills in, man. Talking that good old good shit. That's right. Sarcasm and humor. <laughs> in this podcast, we always going to hit wonderful topics like movies, music, television technology, and some good old funny shit, current events. And if you pay attention, what might they learn? You might learn some kind of life lesson from us clowns. <laughs> That's it. And you know, we always want to hear our feedback. Hear your feedback, I should say. Not our feedback, your feedback. Hit us up at anotherweekpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. And now right. that you know, and knowing is half the battle, let's get into it with another week. Yeah. What's up, Reddy? Welcome back. This is Welcome week back. six, episode six. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people thought that we wasn't doing it no more because we were a couple of days off. It's all right. We got more stuff for you. A little bit longer. Greater th- greater topics. How was your week, man? Oh, man. My week was good. It, it uh, was a little long. Uh, we tried, you know, we kept pushing it back, the recording, but I think it was, it was worth it because every day we pushed back, wound up picking up another story or two. So uh, shit's going to be kind of funny this week so you know be ready to laugh yeah we've got a lot of interesting funny crazy bizarre you know the stuff that we bring you the stuff that the people bring you we just we just narrate it that's it yeah that's it. we just com we just commentate it you know what i mean i mean yeah we, we do some funny shit but not not funny enough to do a podcast about these people you know they, they're real funny because this is real life but yeah over here by me i was just happy to See some Dodger playoff baseball this week. My team made it into the playoffs, so I've been in, nice. tuned into that. And, uh, you know, Yankee fans out here in New York, pretty happy. The Yankees won their second game tonight, so they're up. Dodgers are 1-1. One okay, one. okay. I'm hoping for a Dodger-Yankee World Series, which will bring them here. And then hopefully our fans want to send us some money or some tickets either yeah. way. And, I, you know, we could go to a World Series game. I hope that they, I hope that they uh I don't really watch baseball but I do hope they go to the World Series. You know the reason why? Not for the LA Dodgers but for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Therefore when they come out they could play Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Never taking shorts cuz Brooklyn's the borough. <laughs> yeah, you know what's yeah. up. So, yeah, if you haven't figured it out by now if you're a new listener from New York, so that's what's I'm from up. New York. You know what I mean? This is my New York accent, man. I hope you like it, man. Okay? That's how I'm going to talk from now on, man. Yo, Psych. Cuz, listen, <laughs> we're going to go over there. We're going to get some Nutella. We're going to put it on the sandwich. We'll get some pizzas. Little, what do you want? A little spread. A Come little on. spread. We're going to call up Johnny. Hey, he'll bring the good stuff. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, what else happened? We had Comic-Con run through New York this week. Uh, I had... I had a pass to go, but some work got in the way. Bills had to be paid. Couldn't make it. But uh, my friends that went said it was packed, jam-packed. And, uh, you know, some I saw some great pictures of some wild costumes. I haven't heard too much news that came out of this Comic-Con. Um, usually New York Comic-Con is not really known for dropping too much big nuggets of news. Yeah, I didn't, um, you know, I didn't really look in um, into it this year. I'm not going to lie. 
a lot of times I do, but I I just I was just busy this weekend and I was just doing family stuff and like you said, paying bills and things. I know normally during Comic Cons, because um, like this week starts a lot of shows. A lot it definitely starts all the like CW shows, the DC shows. Like there's the Flash, Arrow's last season is this season, so I don't know if they announced anything there. The Walking Dead starts on Sunday. I don't know if they announce anything there. They normally do at Comic Con. And what's new for people who watch the CW shows, like I do, I do watch the CW shows. Um, uh, Batwoman starts tomorrow, so that's a that's a brand new one. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, see how that turns out. I'll check out the pilot episode. I got my DVR set. Yeah, you know, I watched that. That's not bad. Hopefully, uh, you know, Axel will cover cover it at one point or another on uh, Daily DVR. Because he talks about a lot of shows. But, uh, you know, if it's good, maybe we'll do like we did with The Woo. And we'll cover, like, a few episodes deep. Because I'm going to give that one a shot. Because I, I always liked Batwoman and Batgirl. Depending on how they, how, yeah. you know, how they tell this tale. I'm interested to see it. Batman was always pretty much one of the only DC characters I always gave a pass to. So the Batman universe, you know, is all right, right with me. Yeah. And and Joker came out this weekend also in movie theaters. I didn't see it, but um, I might see it. Um, I might see it this week. I might go uh, with I you. I was trying to look for. Hey, listen, we could we could check it out. You know, when we check it out, hopefully this week. I was trying to find a, a viewing for um, early Wednesday morning because I I should have that free, but I couldn't find one. So maybe uh. Tuesday night or something, we could go check it out. Yeah, we we'll definitely see. definitely talk about it. Give it a good review or a bad review if it sucks. Yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, weird shit on the internet about uh, why it's bad timing and how it, it highlights the, all these different groups of... Well, um, I, I'm gonna, it's just like too I'm, much... Con- people just trying to like force controversy into the movie. Like, damn, it's the fucking Joker. Like, I haven't even seen it yet. And like... Already, like, I see that people are upset that, that, like, it's too much like reality. Well, you know what? Like, art imitates well, reality. That, 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 well, like, I, people forget that shit. Well, I think that people who are criticizing it, I think two things. I think people who are criticizing it, um, they don't understand the Joker's actual story on how he became Joker. And that's what... From what I saw from the trailers, what this is about. I think those people just want, okay, they automatically want him to be Joker and it to just to be a Joker tale. What? Like, I be- I he's believe- already Joker. Like, this is his origin story before he became Joker, But yeah, if and I'm it, not mistaken. This is completely made up, though. Like, there's never been a distinct origin story from DC. That's canon, from what I understand. So, like, this is oh, just kind of... This guy took license. I don't license. know if there's been one in the... Well, I don't know if there's been one in the comics, but I do know kind of his story was um, that Joker Joker was a regular person and he was a weirdo and he wanted to be a stand-up comic and he, con- he couldn't be a stand-up comic and he was trash. And I- I'm not 100% sure, but he was like a trash stand-up comic and... He goes out one night. I don't know. He does something crazy. There, there is a backstory on. Well, there's been a bunch before of he ones. before he became, you know, the pale faced Joker when he got into it with Batman. You know, and he was like, I think he was like a cornball, and he joined. 
he joined some gang who was gonna rob something, and but the, yeah, there, there's they knew he was stupid, and they set him up. I don't, I don't there's really. There's been a remember. bunch of different, a different uh, but, stories told of it, but yeah, you know, well, you know, hopefully we check yeah. it out and we could do a little review yeah. here. Yeah, and I am, I do anticipate it to suck because all DC movies suck except the animation movies. Ah, uh, see, I don't think so. I, I, the actor here, I think, is gonna is gonna. No, I, pull I, the whole I hope movie it's through. good. And not only do I hope it's good, this is the only DC movie that I have went to the movies to see, to tell you the truth. I'm talking about recently. Like, Aquaman was, it was, Aquaman was decent, um, and Wonder Woman was decent. Maybe that's Neither what I saw in the movie that's theater. That's what DC stands for, decent. Yeah, decent. But anyway, let's talk about a decent week. You know, we got a lot of topics. Let's get into some of these wonderful topics, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of beat crazy the horse shit. too much. Uh, beating the horse. So yeah. I, I came across this shit the other day, and I just thought it was fucking weird. And it, it's hard to get the full, what, what I felt without seeing the picture. But so we described to you guys what Staten Island was like in the in our Wu-Tang review, if you remember. And uh, it's a city, you know, it's still part of the city. Granted, they got like, some hills that used to be dumps that are turning into like parks and shit. But like, all right, they got a couple of wildlife areas, but it's still city. Well, this couple decides to build a stable in their driveway and get a pet horse. And it's not that they actually already had the horse. They moved to the city because they were in Jersey. Right, right. And, and they found out that New York has no regulations on horses. There's so you can own a horse. There's no regulation on horses. Like there's certain regulations on dogs. You can own certain types of dogs can, or certain types of exotic animals. You can like, own a, a horse with nothing, no paperwork. So they built a little stable in their new home, and and they drive ride the to drive. They ride the horse <laughs> around, and you see in the picture the woman on a city street just riding a horse, and yeah, it just, just looks tr- so bizarre. Like, it just doesn't fit. It looks like someone photoshopped it and dropped it in there. No, the, the greatest part was the husband. He's riding the horse through a fucking Dunkin' Donuts drive through Okay? Now, hey, listen. I get it. You want to have a horse? You could have a horse. First of all, you got to have bread to have a horse. Horses are a crap ton of money to maintain per year. So, obviously, they're doing something right in life. To, just to own a horse and maintain it. And to... Move from your house to a new house because you want to have your horse at your house. But that's fucked up because the major complaint was the neighbor. They were like, yo, it smells like horse manure. And you know what the, you know what the, the owner said? They will try to keep it cleaner. No, they said they try to keep it cleaner, but they do admit that the, the horse feces is particularly foul, especially in the summer. So you're admitting that your horse shit is stinking up my house. And and when you see the horse eating, like the neighbor's house is right there. It's not don't think that there's a lot of property. This ain't no country it's shit the city, and there's a lot remember. of property. Yeah, keep remembering it's the city. You're in the city, okay? If you remember basic basic uh social studies, history, scholastic news in school when they break down rural areas, urban areas, you know, country areas, 
that's considered an urban area. Closer houses. <laughs> apartment complexes. But no, they have houses there. There's more houses there. Like DJ stated in the pre, um, previous podcast. Imagine you having a house like in, in 10 feet away from you is a damn horse that's taking big logs of turds. Oh, man. In, in, in the hot ass sum, um, summer. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd have poison for that horse. I'd Billy Madison the hell out of them with their own horse shit. Uh, it'd be I'd, like, I'd, I'd collect their horse shit, put it in a brown bag, put it on their step and set it on fire and ring the rubber and run away. I'd be like the dude in Half Baked giving him popcorn. But, butter, <laughs> butter stuff. But, butter, butter, <laughs> butternut. Oh, man. So. Yeah, that's crazy people, shit. That's y'all, a, that's, y'all, it, y'all, y'all suck for doing that. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, you, you have the right to do it. And. Hey, you're treat you're treating the animals good. You're giving it a place to live. I respect that. I like that. I just think that that's foul that you had zero consideration to people who already live there, and you just move there, like because you make you make enough money to have a horse and own a horse, but obviously you don't have enough money to like um, house a horse. Where normal people house horses. Because normal people have horses and they rent where they keep them. I know a couple of people who have horses and they don't stay at their damn house. Stables. They yeah, they, they stay at, at stables and you have to rent the stable. <laughs> but anyway. People are so animals. With, people are nuts. People like yeah. animals so much they'll do any for, anything for them. Sometimes, people like, yeah. Sometimes, they'll, they'll fucking, they'll dance with them entertain the shit out of animals this next one is an yeah. entertaining nut job from oh the, my goodness from i don't know where she's from I, I forgot where she's from but this happened at the bronx zoo here in good old new york city and yes this shit's nuts this shit is crazy when you sent this holy moly's <laughs> this woman <laughs> all right so they they first caught the video, or, or saw the woman in, she decided to hop over a 12-foot uh, mm-hmm. glass wall, somehow gets over this thing, the protective wall at the Bronx Zoo. Now, you hear protective wall zoo. If anybody's been in a zoo, pretty much know something dangerous <laughs> is behind it, and it's not Harambe. So mm-hmm. she jumps this shit hops into the lion's den at the zoo, but is not there just like, wow, I'm on the other side, starts dancing. For dancing. The, dancing. In front of the lion. This lion is less than 10 feet in front of her. Just now, laying there, you, staring at her. You have to be a special type of crazy as fuck to do some shit like that. Like, that's a level. mental disorder. I don't care how much... You thought you wanted to do that? She has a heart of steel because I don't care how much you said you wanted to do it as a joke, a prank, or whatever. The fact that you did it and you kept dancing in front of this line and not got scared. The, the I, only people who who don't have fear like that are people who are trained to work with animals, or you're, you're just you're just there's something wrong up there. Or dust it out. Yeah, which would. You know, constituted something being wrong because it's it's something chemical in your brain and Yo, maybe it's a chemical you intook that shit, made your brain act like that this but shit was she's, nuts. 
she's dancing in front of the line. I forgot what she's saying. Like, oh, hoo, ha, ha. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, almost antagonizing dancing him. Like, like, yeah. like. And she's uh, 32 years old. She's not like, young. It's not like you have that young no fear. Looked like yeah. she was doing the truck, the truffle shuffle from Goonies up on on the on the, the podium on the piece of like log thing so they they got her out and you know trying to the booker or whatever they finally got her name and, and figured stuff out well they go through the tapes of that day and they find that she was also inside the giraffe exhibit dancing yes. with the giraffes yeah and now let me t- let me tell you something about the 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 line thing real quick Okay, they did say that there was a 14-foot drop between where the woman was standing and the lion, but there's just a 14-foot drop, okay? It's not 14 feet between her and the lion, meaning if the lion falls in this hole, it's a goddamn lion. The lion will jump the distance of this moat that there is and pounce on her quick. So I don't want people to sit there and go, oh, well, there was a moat between the ladies. No, no, that. it was a skinny no. moat. Like, no, like the yeah. the drop was big if you fell yeah, it in it. A, it was like I farted on the ground and it, it blew dust. Okay, that was that's how big a moat was. It wasn't big at all. I think this lady blew dust. Yeah, I think that she uh, she was crazy. I but don't know. We find all of them out here. I mean, th- this shit's crazy. Like, you know, uh, we're getting stuff sent in from... Our friends of the show, I'm, you know, I'm getting tagged by by good old Vernon in these funny ass uh, Twitter pictures or or Instagram pictures from comments I made about why reasons not to have kids. Like this shit is good. So this funny ass stories, like I I just can't stress enough how happy I am that we get to talk about it like we would when we were just together, like bullshitting and bring it to everybody else because I know people are digging this shit. So, like, I don't know. I just want to say, like, to you, you know, and to everybody out there, keep giving us these stories because you're finding good ones, I'm finding good ones, and people are sending us good-ass shit. Speaking of sending good-ass shit, let's speak on this next one. Oh, man. Somebody was getting some good-good, but they were already doing bad-bad. Oh, man. This was a this was a great story when I had seen it. Ah, uh. now when you when you <laughs> sent it to me, I'm looking at it and I watch it, and then the second thing I do after I watch the little video clip, I look up and see it was from News Miami. Yeah, more Florida shit, baby. M- more Florida. Ah, oh, man, let me tell you, there's a guy who's in jail, right? And they had this. They had this incident on like crystal clear, 4K <laughs> video footage. Okay? There's no more grainy screens anymore. This yeah, shit is no... like like HD. And he's in jail, so there's only so much you can hide, you know. And, and it happened outside on the yard, so it's not like okay, he's in the cell. This dude had a drug package dropped to him with a drone. Okay, dudes took smuggling shit to another. Level like I've heard this before, but they actually had this on video footage. But this it, dude is just yo, he's chilling like it, he's on the wall, and then he like you see him like look up, and he like looks like a like an outfield catcher trying to go for a ball. He sees like the package coming, and he like 
They drops it. He picks it up real quick and like sticks it under his shirt and walks away. Like, dude. But wait, he he doesn't just <laughs> pick it up. He trips first over. This is what I thought was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Inside jail, that it, um, he trips over a fucking cornhole game board. <laughs> like so, it, the the thing drops out of the sky, and it looked like he was ready to catch that shit. Like it was coming. Like he was gonna play. Like like for the Florida Marlins and <laughs> all of a sudden it falls past him and like t- to the right of him, he trips over the, the, the cornhole game, grabs his shit. And I'm just like, this guy really planned this and was waiting for this package. Saw it was off like, a- and just somehow thought no one was going to catch this. But, um, to correct you a little bit, it, it did say it was just now, now this is the part where I thought he fucked up. See, because when I, I read the headline, it, drugs and tobacco, I'm like, oh, this is a, some operation. It just said it was a cell phone and tobacco when, when at the end of the thing. And I'm like, damn, like this is a whole – like you did this for some tobacco and a cell phone? Well, listen, that's, that's, uh, that's considered drugs. That's considered paraphernalia in jail. You're not allowed well, to have I, it. I know. I'm thinking like, and- like something like that you could really like – fetch a value for like versus getting caught because now you just got caught with some smuggling shit anyway you might as well have got caught with smuggling something of real super value hey, listen or like a big you. drone to lift me the fuck out of there just listen <laughs> some fast and the furious shit right <laughs> you just you just see a grappling hook come down and just snatch his ass up like yeah. like batman came through with the bat wing and shit <laughs> Oh man, that's gonna be the next thing that you see. A fucking, it's gonna be like like El Chapo's gonna escape. He he can't get the tunnel people out here. He's gonna get like fucking some diesel ass fucking drones from South Korea or some shit. Yeah, it was just they're gonna, gonna fucking come and scoop his ass out. It's gonna be like four hundred mini drones. <laughs> Yo, that oh that, man, this guy fucked up, man. Like, listen, he, how, how listen. do you how do you not also like scout the jail and know that that's a camera spot? Like this guy's <laughs> dumb. Dumb as a it's, motherfucker. It's not even that. You're supposed to pay some judge, um, some uh, some correctional officers off or something. Like, or a guy listen, to block the gonna, camera. They're gonna drop me a cell phone, tobacco, and some money to give your ass so you don't fucking release the video footage. Like, what did he really think? Like, and, and what's even funnier is the yard that they're on ain't that big. <laughs> this ain't no like Shawshank so Redemption big ass. Yard. It looked like a solitary confinement yard, but it wasn't because there was more than one person out there. It did not look like a big yard they were in, like a big jail yard. But they had enough room for cornhole. <laughs> oh man, them and these damn drones, man. This next drone, we listen. We actually have another drone story. Yeah, and it has to do with another fugitive. But this one is, this one is like, um, I don't know. This dude was like a. I don't know. He was an OG. <laughs> yeah, he he did a lot of shit. This guy was wanted for a long time. He, yeah, he escaped. He escaped uh, prison. He In two thousand and two, he'd been on the run for seventeen years. He was a smuggler of people. Uh, yeah, this guy was n- no good. He was traffic but, trafficking women and kids across the the Chinese border. Yes, he was. But we're gonna touch up on that in a second. I just remember that exact thing, trafficking women and children across the Chinese border. This dude 
let's tell everybody how he got caught. All right. He escaped jail and he was living in a goddamn cave. And how he got caught was a drone caught his ass. A drone seen him. But the the reason why a drone went up there is people saw him and somebody told, yo, this dude is up there. So the 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 police they couldn't get to the terrain because it was they couldn't get through the terrain because it was so like rocky and just rough terrain. So they sent a drone up there. And the drone spotted his camp. It looked damn near impossible to get to. Let me tell you, this shit looks like Laura Croft's camp from Tomb Raider. If you ever played the new Tomb Raider games, it looks just like her shit. Like, at the save checkpoints for all the gamers out there. Okay? You you got two sticks holding some shit up, a little fucking campfire. He got a couple of, like, little pots that I guess he cooks his shit on after he scavengers. It's a legit camp-out scavenger-type shit. But, um... That's how he got caught. Um, Drones, but, baby. Skynet, yeah. look, we told you early on. You yeah. Know, watch out but, for this shit. But what I do want to know, because the way they worded this story was kind of crazy, and I hope that... Well, I, I don't hope that he was doing wrong. Well, in the eyes I hope, of China, he was. So we don't know if it was he was trying to get people out of the country, but they say, right. like, there could have been... For prostitution right. reasons, but right. it could have also been, you know, trying to get him out of it, a bad circumstance in China. So we don't really exactly. know exactly. But and that's that's what I was. Ta- that's what I wanted to say. Like you don't know if he was smuggling women and children to escape the extreme conditions of China, which really wouldn't make him that. It wouldn't make him a bad person. But if he was smuggling them for prostitution purposes, then fuck him. Put his ass in jail. But, you know, when, you, when you're at a place where you can't do this and do that, like, basic things, you know, you can't live a basic life because of the harsh rules, which a lot of people, ex- you know, try to escape and leave other countries because of that. And if he was helping, you know, that's equivalent to you hunting Harriet Tubman for freeing slaves. Well, but I, I, I hope that... Um, yeah. That's what, you know, a lot of people were saying in the comments, too. Like, you know, you don't really know because it's Chinese state-run media. So they put the story out that he got caught by a drone. But, yeah, you know, uh, someone wrote what, what I thought was really interesting is that he created his own prison. So, in a way, like, he's he was on the run. He was living his own yeah. way, I guess. But he essentially created yeah. his own prison. He created his own prison, and when they captured him, he could hardly speak to them because he hasn't spoken to anybody in 17 years. So, I guess he was like, you you know, he was like speaking to himself in his head. He was he was living that, that Wilson life. Yeah, he wasn't speaking out loud. I, he was really, he was staying super stealth. Like, I'm not even going to talk to myself out loud. You know, I'm not even going to sing a damn song. He could hardly communicate with them. Kind of weird, man, but... Yeah, yeah he he needed a damn getaway driver, you know? That's what he needed. And I have a perfect getaway driver he could have had. Listen, you know? the, these kids, they they got too much. You give them, you know, you give them phones, 
when they're early age. You give them pads when they're even younger. They have used tubes and they got all these internets and they, all these things. They don't even play outside anymore, you know, and, and, and they play these racing games. They get accustomed to driving. What's next? Like, what, what, what could you do? You're hey, a... I want the real thing. So what? You, how old? Eight, nine? What do you Nine-year-old, man. This little nine-year-old kid in Ohio. Uh, we got two Ohio stories tonight, but uh, this first Ohio story, a nine-year-old kid stole his grandmother's car <laughs> because he just wanted to take a joyride. Okay? The, the, he, <laughs> he 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 crashed into a van off of the I seventy, off the I seventy five, in um, in Tip City. But he crashed into the van. That that was at the end of it. The yeah. cops were chasing him because yeah. someone called that they saw a looked like a boy driving a car. Multiple calls. So the cops came up. And and they decided they they're gonna you know chase him, but they don't want to scare him. The kid stops at a red light. Nine year old kid. Yeah, puts his turn signal on. <laughs> and every so he was following base, certain basic rules, but um and and the police they tried to pull over the car, but the boy refused to stop at first. So they didn't chase him because they were concerned about you know safety of him and other drivers. And they didn't really know how old he was, but uh, by the time they got him, you know, he, they found out he was nine. Yeah, but he he did, witnesses say at one point, hit 80 to 90 miles an hour on the highway. Yeah, man, he was whipping it, man. He was straight need for speed, hot pursuit. <laughs> this kid, see, like, unfortunately, what I'm about to say is going to, you know, be not looked upon nice but this kid needs a good old-fashioned ass whooping yeah yeah are you kidding me he needs his butt spanked uh, he needs a butt spanked there's a difference between disciplining and abusing okay Listen, i don't I, I don't believe in abusing I'm your taking, child you hitting him for no reason or you hitting him so hard blah, blah blah but sometimes you need a pat on the butt no i'm cutting the seatbelt out of the back seat and whacking his ass with that shit yep but i don't have a kid yep. so I'm, I'm i can't do that but yeah but that's what would have happened to me if I did some shit like that. That's crazy. And he crashed to a van. Oh, these kids, you know, you got to watch them all the time. They get too much shit. Yeah, they do. It's crazy. They need their behind spank some of them. Um, some of them do. Um, prime so, example. <laughs> this is an 11-year-old kid who needs his behind spank because he steals... He's from Greensville, South Carolina. Okay. Now eleven. So no, he's eleven from nine to eleven, which is and, not and this a huge, 11, huge leap. And this eleven-year-old, he didn't get caught. Okay, the reason why he stole his brother's car. Now this is crazy for people who have children. Okay, this goes to really show you you have to really watch out what they do. And what they're on. And what they pay attention to. And you need to pay attention to your kids. And not believe. Oh not my kid. I hear that too much. Oh not, not my kid. Not my kid. Listen. The assholes of the world. Have parents. Have children. The bad people of the world. Have parents. 
have children. The psychos, weirdos, good people, scholars, educated ones, everybody has family. So you might be related to one of those categories. The the creepy predators have family. Okay, this 11-year-old boy, he drove 200 miles overnight. Now, that, <laughs> right, so. For first, a Snapchat meetup. Well, yeah, the first thing, like, drive a kid driving 200 miles from one part of Carolina all the way across to South, the other part of South Carolina. But the reason makes it even more bizarro. Because he was going to meet up with a person on Snapchat. And no, it wasn't a hot, you know, 11-year-old. And he's like, oh, yeah, I see her, yeah. And she got Snapchat. It was a grown-ass man. He was going to live with this grown-ass man. That he was going to go live with a grown-ass man. Now, first and foremost, yeah, that kid obviously has something going on at home that needs to be worked on probably with a social worker and uh, some sort of professional intervention. But you're a grown-ass man going to get an 11-year-old off of Snapchat. And let me tell you something. The only reason why this boy did not succeed is because his tablet that he was using the GPS on, this is how smart this kid was. Not only can he drive and obey laws, driving laws, the only reason why he didn't go through with it, his tablet died that had his GPS on. The dude forgot to bring the car charger. Okay? And the dude, the kid. Yeah, that's what I mean. The kid forgot to bring the car charger. And he got lost. So he had no resort he had nothing else but to do. He pulls up to a cop and tells the cop what's going on. Like, listen, I just drove two hundred miles. I'm lost. I came from blah, 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 blah. And that's how this whole thing came to a halt. God forbid what would happen if he brung a car charger. Because you don't know what this grown-ass man was going to really do to this 11-year-old kid. I personally can't see you letting him live. Because whatever you was going to do was illegal. I mean, we, you know, unfortunately, we watch shows that are entertainment to us that like like you know let's say a law and order svu or mindhunter type of show where like these psychos are on these shows and we're watching them for entertainment value but this kid could have easily been in that situation and you know as wild as it started with this kid driving 200 miles because that that to me was what caught my eye and then when i read it i'm like what the like you know it, it said Snapchat. Then you read even further, and you find that it was as a grown man. Now, even if it's harmless, it's fucking bananas, bizarro. Like you don't shouldn't be talking to a child. That child shouldn't even be on Snapchat. Like Snapchat's has like I think thirteen is is the minimum age to be on it anyway. But that's still too yeah. young. Like the, yeah. you know, like what you said earlier. Like you got to be on your kids nowadays. They, these kids know too yeah. much. Like, like you and know. you gotta you gotta check your kids when they have that little 
when they have their little attitudes, like my kids, when they and all kids do it, they want to have attitudes like they think that they can have attitude. You ain't going to have an attitude with me because of some shit you did wrong. That's one thing I'm not accepting. There's too much acceptance of you allowing a kid to have an attitude and you not checking them because they're upset because of a basic rule. And I tell my kids all the time when they get mad, don't get upset because you messed up. I didn't mess up. And it's not going to be you're going to mess up and I'm going to let you mess up. If I didn't love you, then I wouldn't even say nothing to you. I wouldn't let you mess up. But you're my kid. I'm going to always look out for you and tell you the right and wrong thing. But you can't allow your kids to, they're messing up and they're blatantly wrong. And then you think you have the right to have an attitude with me because you are getting disciplined, because you're getting your toy taken away or you're getting your tablet taken away or... Like, that's your punishment. Yeah. You don't have to have these things. I tell my kids all the time. Like, I, I, I tell my son all the time. When, when he wants to act up, and I take his Nintendo Switch. This ain't your Switch. You own nothing. You didn't buy anything. I bought this. You own nothing. Wait a second. And, well, it, it, technically, in certain states, right? You're allowed to hit your kid with a switch. So, if you hit your kid with a Nintendo switch in those states, <laughs> you might be all right. So maybe this kid could get whacked in the skull with a Nintendo switch. Because yeah, these kids, it, 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 you know, this is a, a topic that I think that maybe when we have a guest on or two that has a child, that maybe we could get into because this could, you know, is is a is a touchy debate that I think needs to be had and I'm you know I could speak on it but unfortunately if parents wouldn't find my input validated being that I don't have any children um, which I've come to learn from having many friends with children who don't really want to hear from me when I say yeah, that well you know, a lot of people a lot of because, a lot of people are know, in denial well right I and feel it, and I you know but I, I understand so you know that part of it, it you know I, I say we table that 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 end of it but you know kind of just like I, I don't know my mind's kind of like blown still talking about this like thinking as we're talking about it like I was laughing you know in the beginning thinking about talking about it and now I'm like kind of like grossed out thinking about what this dude would have his intentions would have been and and you know it's kind of got me like in a funky spot so I say yeah. like we talk about how we could use the switch other than beating the kid and what we <laughs> yeah, could well, do. Yeah, well, I, I, I wouldn't beat a, I wouldn't beat a kid in, in the head with the switch. Would you, you beat know? him at a game playing the switch, maybe? Yeah, and, and let me tell you. I used to tell my students, okay, I was a computer teacher for a couple of years. And I'll never forget my first day of working at the school. The principal, and I know the principal, right? I knew the principal before I started working there because I was really cool with her son. And I was really cool with the son of the missions um, director. That's who actually called me and wanted me to teach there. So when I had my class, 
and they come to observe me, we st- I start talking about computer stuff, and I start talking about video games. And this is exactly what I say. And this is going on five years, six years ago. This is exactly what I said. I said, listen, I don't care what your parents say about video games. If you're going to play video games, play them and play them hard. Now, the reason why I'm saying this then is because I already knew the potential in the video game industry. And I already seen the money that people make. And this is right after the recession. Let me tell you something. During the recession, the video game industry is one of the industries that did not suffer. They were still a billion-dollar industry. Right. Let me tell you something. It's hard enough for a music artist to go platinum these days. Everybody don't go platinum like back then. And that's selling a between a $7.99 and $11.99 CD or digital copy. For these a, video a million, games— A million times. A million times. That's what platinum is. These video games are going platinum in gold, which is 500,000 copies, before the game gets released, selling at $60 a pop for the standard version. Ending at triple platinum. Okay, and ending at triple platinum for one game. And the reason why I'm saying this is, and then now they have tournaments. Where I'm, where I'm going into this, where we're, we're segueing into this is, Colleges have actually started now to give eSports, which is electronic gaming sports, whether it's first-person shooters like Call of Duty, Fortnite, um, eSports games like um, um, NBA, 2K, NBA 2K, NHL, all Madden, types of games. all types of games. They're giving scholarships for that. Now, this is the reason why I told the kids, listen, if you play, play hard. Because back then, I, I just knew about... Call of Duty tournaments and stuff, where the team was winning six million dollars or three million dollars. Yeah, and and just shortly before that, the the you know people who were good at these tournaments before they jumped to big money were getting plucked to go fly drones and and get signed up with the military. Yeah. So like there was opportunities early on, and that was like the extent of it—a tournament yeah. and, and such. Now, there yeah. the the opportunities for money with esports is is out of control be, be, besides tournaments the you know these people are making money on youtube channels on twitch twitch is just solely there now basically for people making money you know it used to be such a big hub to play and and it's like now it's people's income so it it's only you know smart for for them to to really hone in on these skills yeah and london and the united states are giving esports scholarships um i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing this correct but in britain what is, is this chichester a, am Ch- i pronouncing that correct chichester, chichester you have university uh, Shenando- virginia shenandoah university in virginia becker college in massachusetts the ohio state university uh and then in asia they have some in Singapore, and China is also offering courses. Yeah, and not only is it esports, the, the actual degree you're getting is like a business degree. So you're learning business management because you need to learn how to manage your stuff and this and that. And let me tell you something else what's so great. What people don't – a lot of people don't know when I tell them this. They're like, huh? The NBA 
I think this is his second year. Okay, yeah, they started last year. They already started having an esports league where literally the NBA teams, the head coach, they actually have a draft where the actual head coaches of the teams. Okay, and the NBA commissioner, what's his name? Is it Adam Silver? Am I pronouncing? Is it Silver's last name? Yeah, I don't remember who's the commissioner. Okay, anymore. either way, the commissioner of the NBA is at this esports draft, and they draft kids or they draft people to play esports because they know how big NBA 2Ks and other NBA games are, and they are getting. It's not a great salary right now, but it's great for an eighteen-year-old. Thirty-six thousand dollars a year. They're getting health benefits, and you, you're playing games from your house. So you could get drafted literally to the New York Knicks. You're getting drafted to the Knicks, to the esports team. You, your paycheck will come from the NBA saying you, you're, you are for the Knicks or the Lakers or the Clippers or whatever team it is. Then there's and, a million-dollar tournament at the end of the year. I mean, they, yeah, it's just crazy the and, amount of opportunities there are in esports. And when they when they started, um, I think a little less than half of the teams were on board with it and doing it. And they said within the next two years, all the teams will be doing it. So, it, hey, I tell people, if you play games, you play games hard. Yes, you can play casually. But parents, if you have little kids, because those are the ones who get it. They get it better. I play games, and I, I work a lot. So I can't play games all the time. But And you have to pay attention. Listen. If your kid is playing a game and they're doing abnormally well, let them keep playing. Make sure they're on top of their schoolwork and doing good. Absolutely. But let them play the damn game. Uh, you know, I, Somebody just won $6 million in the Fortnite tournament. He's 16 years old. We've – that's bananas. That's a lot of money for a 16-year-old. But, like, you, you and I close to a similar age – uh, upper thirties. I I just hit forty, but we, we, you know, so we've been playing games for many many systems. So where I'm going with this, we, we we've kind of evolved with the games. These young youngsters coming into these games are coming in at these bonkers systems that can do so much and so fast, so quickly. And I'm gonna just use Fortnite for example. I, when it came out, my friend's son invited me to play, and he, it was two of them, a six-year-old and an eight-year-old at the time, and I'm playing with them, and I'm getting the hang of it, and figuring out how to shoot and everything, and I'm starting to get danced around by other kids their age with similar youth, you know, really little kids sounding voices, and I'm just learning, figuring out how to aim. They're building staircases and walls and castles around my head by the time I can get the scope to my face. And when I seen this, and it wasn't just one kid, two kids, it's it's all over. And the fact that, that they could do this so fast, on the fly, when you play a game like Fortnite, is bananas to me. Because to me, it, w- it would be like, a Minecraft situation where it would take me days to build something like that. But they're popping these things faster than you could have put out the the uh, the old um, GTA code. Yeah. 
You know, yeah, it, uh, it's crazy. And, and let me tell you something from a person who's a gamer. Let me let me tell you real quick how you can make money. One of the top gamers, okay, his name is Ninja. Wait, this is one right? life life lesson things right here. Yeah, this Got is a life down. lesson. This is a life lesson. I'm going to tell you this, this. This wasn't even in the article, okay? I already knew about Ninja. Ninja, he he got really popular when Drake played Fortnite with him, okay? But he was already popular before that. Drake played with him because he was the number one Fortnite player. Ninja, back then, was making $500,000 per month from his Twitch streams and his YouTube streams, Okay, now for people who don't know who Ninja is, when they released um, the new smartphones last year, not these new galaxies, when they released the new Samsungs last year and they had the commercial and it was a little girl and they were like, oh, blah, blah, blah wants to play with you, blah, blah, blah wants to play with you. And then the last person they had was like, Ninja wants to play with you. And it was a person who's dressed in all white and then she goes up there and it's like more futuristic. That's Ninja. So not only is he getting this money from Twitch and YouTube, the 500000 now he's getting endorsements by Android, by Samsung. Monster he's, drinks. Monster, okay. You, there's potential to make so much money, and there's very much potential for you to get jobs when you get out of it. Not just in video games, but just in tech, technology things. Let me tell you, when Call of Duty Black Ops 1 came up, came out, the number one player, if I'm not mistaken, on PlayStation... On PlayStation 3 was, I think he was 16 years old, 16 or 17, something like that. He got hired by Activision. It was either by Activision or the actual parent company, the Call of Duty. Call of Duty, for people who don't, yeah, Call of Duty, for people who don't know, it it wound up breaking up into three companies. So every year, when there's a new Call of Duty, it's by a different company. Activision just publishes them all. But either way, this person got hired by Call of Duty to test the games. Making $200,000 a year. (laughs) That's it. $200,000 a year. That's 16. Right out of high school. Okay. No, in high school. Well, right. Right out of high school, you got a full-time job that that you're set for life now. Right now, there's a kid on Long Island. I forgot um, what town. It's in Suffolk County. He his he's so good at Fortnite. His pa- he makes like a million a year or something like that. His parents took him out of day school, and he takes he's home tutored. He still has to take all the regular state requirement tests and everything. He's home tutored, but he stays home and plays Fortnite all morning, and then he he does his classes. Now, like I said, he makes a mill a year, but they make sure he stays on top of his education. There's ways to stay on top of your education and still do it. Stop having your parents' mentality of, oh, your games will fry, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you something. If your kid sucks at the game, then absolutely. Dead him on it. But how about this? Let them play and just look at the screen. Yeah, watch. Watch a little bit. Watch and see how good they're doing. And see if they have potential. They might not be doing great, but you they might improve. Let them improve. There's a there's a um a hip hop artist named the video game uh the video gamer or something like that. And how he got so nice at video games is um he he grew up you know in a in a poor situation, lived with his grandmother, and his grandmother 
made sure he played video games every night after he did his homework. That was his reward. It's not even that was his reward. She just made him made sure that he played video games. And it paid off. It, it paid off. You know? You don't always have to spend money and, and, and go out and do this and do that. And that. Sometimes you have it at home. And, and a lot of these games are free. So Yeah, Fortnite don't cost nothing. I mean, yeah. you can spend, but... You can't spend, but the game is nice, free. If you're nice, you get you start getting stuff, so... Yeah, and, and then people donate money and this and that. But um, let, let's let's uh, go also into... Yeah, another college story, because this, this is yeah. a big shift. This is huge, actually. Um, this has been a big debate for many, many, many years now about... <clears throat> mostly started with uh, NCAA basketball. Now, these young players come in and they get their ride to, to college and their scholarship and they play basketball and this NCAA tournament makes tremendous, tremendous amounts of money every year. And off the backs, essentially exactly off the backs, like, like uh, literally, literally. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. And you know, they sell their jerseys with their names on them for years, and and, and the they alumni, put them in games. They put yeah, them in video games, right? Video games. The alumni, they, the alumni buy this stuff. Tons and tons of money. I I don't know, you know, how many millions. But the the debate is: should these athletes get paid? And people say, yeah. well, they're getting a, a fifty to seventy thousand dollar a year ride to school for free. Now that's great, but when you compare, but how do you? How, how do you much, live? How, but you compare how much... Right. They're not allowed to take a dime. They're not allowed to get a, a second job. Like, uh, like their basketball is their job. So they're not allowed to get a job, like aside on, in the summer or anything. They're not allowed to make income. So, you know, they always say, oh, boosters. And you see all these scandals. They're getting things and, and whatnot. Well, the easy way to eliminate it would be to, to let them have some kind of stipend or money. Well, the NCAA says no way. They hold strict to their guns. Like this is yeah. Like if you, you get know, caught, if you get caught taking money, you get kicked out. You get banned. And the school gets in trouble. I mean, it, there's been programs that have been shut down for years. Like it, it, it's shitty. So you know, this debate's been going on. California decides they're gonna sign a bill to now. Well. Where, where it's it really kicked off was like you said the video games. These players are in these games and they're not getting a dime for their likeness. Now, when and that's you, messed up. I don't care if you're getting a free scholarship. Right, if you're if you're a, uh, an NBA player or uh, NFL or a professional athlete, you get paid for your likeness, for your face to be in the game, for your yeah. your moves to be in there, and you and you have to give the you know. It's, your it's your your endorsement to say like okay, well, they don't have to yeah. with the, with the college and games. It's equivalent to being in the music industry. It's equivalent to being in the music industry, and you get royalties for your songs, and your royalty checks are supposed to come to you. So okay, yeah, I I, I got a signing bonus or whatever, but so right if it you so, can you can just sit there and and make millions off of my like likeliness no that's where, that's not a fair deal that's a bum deal right where it, it it got a little bit out of hand was say you know 
over the last 10 to 20 years where say if you went to college in, in you know 1980 the they're not they weren't making that kind of money off of you so they were it was you were actually making out with the, with a really good education from a really good school and you're going to hopefully maybe go to the NBA a lot of players it's so such a small percentage that would move on but you're getting a free ride even if you're you know you don't make it past so that's great but now today that even though college is so expensive that ratio does not equal out so the money these colleges are making off the backs of the athletes yeah. is ridiculous. It's crazy. And it's also it, it's the reason they're leaving so early. They're not staying for the for the full, you know, past sometimes even past sophomore year. If if they're a starter in, in freshman and junior and junior and uh, sophomore, they're out after that year, and yeah, they're not well, they're not well, it, you know. I wouldn't even honestly. The people who are out, they're smart, and I'm going to tell you why they're smart in a second, but. It's 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 just it's messed up because how are you supposed to live? Not for nothing. You're still kids. They still want stuff. They still want the new iPhone, which costs like a thousand dollars. They still want clothing. They still want to take the girlfriends out on a date. Yeah, and, you they know, still want to like live like a normal life, not it, just oh okay, I have to wake up and go play basketball and then go back to my dorm room and sit and stare at the wall. Right, like you know, there's there's a lot of time after ball ends and. You know, you can't rely on everyone else to keep, you know, giving you the dinner or just using your meal card. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, especially, you know, you know, if you're like the star athlete, you, you expect this guy, you know, to, to not be everybody wanting to take him out to dinner and stuff. And he's got to say yeah. no. And it, it gets yeah. really crazy. So all that yeah. being said, California stepped up and became the first state to allow NCAA players to hire agents. They can get paid for endorsements. Um, they can get paid for their likeness. And mm-hmm. that's all going to start in 2023. And, and it will not affect it will not affect their college scholarship or the eligibility to play in um, in their um, it won't affect their college eligibility. But, of course, the the NCAA, they warned that the athletes from the state of California would be subject to a ban from the championship competition. That's right. So at the San Andreas Fault, they will not be allowed to play other NCAA teams past that line. Now, let me tell you something with that. As soon as other people, other states stand up and allow the same thing, they will not care and they will have to do it because everybody will want to go to and everybody who's going to go to California. I can tell you this, California is about to become a popping school. I don't know NCAA college basketball. So I don't know how their college teams are, but I can tell you this, all the best athletes are going to want to go there. And you know why? Because they'll do their 2 years and get out. And you're smart if you do your 2 years and get out off of this one simple fact. One your main simple fact is what if you get hurt? What if you decide to stay there and you get hurt on your second or third year and you could have went into the NBA and at least made a couple of mil? Now you could you, you could always go back and take college classes and get your degree. If you have an opportunity to, to go into the NBA and make millions of dollars and you say, no, I'm going to stay here 
at school. I just think that it's stupid because you could always go back to school. I'm not saying it's stupid to go to school, but in that situation, I think it's stupid because what if you get hurt? Especially when you're – and the people who have those opportunities to do that, they're the ones who actually have full scholarships to college anyway for for basketball. But we're – yeah, we're also talking about a small percentage of, of yeah. the ones who go pro. You know, there's a – still a lot of other players on those teams that that get in those games that get their jerseys sold you know if you're in a big market and say you know uh a sh- say a, a short point guard who who can't go to that you know probably has no shot in the nba but you're fast and you're you know lightning quick and, and, you know well those are the same things but you, you know you're you're really good you can make a team and sometimes you become just as big as the as the star and uh you know it's it's only fair that they get recognized and be able to do something with their talents. So, you know, I, I commend California big time for taking this step in the right direction. And I, you know, I, and it's it's more really... opportunities for it's more opportunities for youth, and that's and that's that because nowadays in times of robots and everything taking over, we always talk about this. They need opp- they need opportunities. It's a scary world for children, honestly. For young kids, it's a scary world. I could just imagine what opportunities they're gonna have in the future, or or, or what it takes to actually get an opportunity, because everything is becoming so mechanicalized. It's gonna be an apocalypse because they're gonna take so many jobs away from even just normal people. Okay, so get it while you could. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, I don't know if NCAA is going to get into esports, but California sure can now. Oh yeah, and uh, and I'm telling you, soon as other col- soon as other colleges do it, uh, you- listen. If if half the colleges do it, what you think? What, what do you think the NCAA is going to do? They're going to change their way, and they're going to find a way to make money off of it. Believe me. If they're going to put in some bylaw, okay, well, you have to pay us 2% of each game, which will amount to more millions. Yeah, it's crazy. And, I mean, and, I- and that doesn't, and that, that, that doesn't stop. Um, that just allows them to make money off of the, getting an agent and getting deals. That doesn't mean that the NCAA still can't put them in video games and stuff and make money off of them, that means I can make money off of you still and ban you from the championship Yeah, for, it's, it's, for the first couple of years until everybody else picks up on it. Well, I think that's probably why they also made it so that it starts in 2023, so that it gives a couple more years for this debate to go on a little yeah. further. And, you know, but, yeah. you know, our good old, our good old, uh, president hasn't chimed in on this one yet but he shits on california and he's been shitting on them a lot so i'm sure there'll be something said after uh in march when the when the tournament comes around this yeah. becomes a hot hot button issue yeah man let's go on to let's go on to some other uh crazy florida stories man florida man they, they never never fail never fail man this dude right here man Bad luck for him. <laughs> Yo, bad luck. It's called karma. Yep. Karma's what did they say? Dish. They said that he personified one of Murphy's laws. That's right. Whatever can go wrong will go wrong. And it sure as hell did go wrong. 
this oh, guy man. fucked up big time. Let me tell you, my man, this dude, he tried to kill his stranded wife. He almost, he, 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 he went straight Sam Fisher, splinter cell stealth assassin. <laughs> He, he just wasn't a splinter, man. Let me tell you. He, um, he tried to kill his stranded wife. And he plotted the murder for weeks. He, he even took notes. Extensive notes. Okay, detailing the plans. He, he, drove, to his, he drove to his stranded wife's home in Virginia Beach, Virginia, from his home in Florida. In Pace, Florida. He even left his cell phone at home to avoid GPS tracking. When he got to Virginia Beach, you know what I mean? My man, he had a wig on. He he, he, he had a wig on, a wrench, and a gun. My man had the official tool belt. He had he, tools and some tools, you know what I like, mean? like Clue. You know what I mean, son? You know what I mean? He had tools and some tools. <laughs> Let me tell you. This guy really had a <laughs> wrench, a big-ass pipe wrench. A big-ass wrench, like he's a fucking plumber. <laughs> yeah, so let me tell you. My man knocks on the... He, he, he knocks on the door. He doesn't even knock on the door. He, he posts up in the backyard, right? His, his stepdaughter comes outside. <laughs> Kabow! He, he gives her the caveman club with the wrench. Boom, puts her down. Man, he, he forces his way into the house. He starts smacking up, assaulting his stranded wife with the tool. So he doesn't even put the gun work yet. Okay, this is a classic villain movie error. This is terrible. This is like they, they had the opportunity to take out the bad guy. How many movies have you seen where the bad guy could kill the the could kill the 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 good guy, and they just sit there and start talking trash? Or doing shit, you know. Instead of them just using their superpower to kill them, they just start beating them up. Aha, I got you. Did you think you can beat me? I'm super villain. You ain't shit. Ha ha ha. So he's smacking her up. You know, he's wrenching her. Dun, 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 dun. Let me tell you something. He ain't hit the stepdaughter hard enough. She comes in. She grabs that piss towel. I say, piss towel. And she starts putting in that work. The heater. Let me tell you, man, she starts unloading. Kapow, kapow, kapow. She's shooting. Man, this dude winds up getting paralyzed after getting shot by his own stepdad. She shoots him in the spine, shatters his spine. This dude sits there and he gets paralyzed. (laughs) That dude was crazy. He came with a wrench and a gun and he left in a wheelchair. Yeah, what an asshole. Like, listen, you're trying to come after your ex. Like, do it right. I, I just don't get it. You know, I, I mean, I'm sure there's shit that we don't talk about on this show because people did it right. But there's plenty of dumb motherfuckers doing it wrong. So shout out to this asshole. And shout out to the to the daughter who saved the day. She's yeah. like a hero. She came through like John Wick. You know what I mean? Oh, I just watched that third one. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's you, putting in that Haley Barry work from part three. Listen, why was she... Uh, let's just go to that real quick. Like, I mean, spoiler alert, if anybody hasn't seen it, sorry, I'm going to talk about it, but she really has a really small role. Why, why was she in there so short? Um, I think that they just needed a cameo person who was known, and she's not... 
she makes money per movie, but I, she's not like a top billed actress. She's but, not getting to no twenty million a movie. But they so, sold it like in the in the in the trailer, like the, the, her and him walking, like it was gonna be. She was gonna be a big character because there's nobody else new. So it was another. It was a new face. Because other than that, listen, I love the John Wick series. I don't care. I like it. Much I was very entertained. Repe- yeah, uh, I don't care how much repetitive. It's repetitive shooting. It's the same shit. Everything. Every movie. It's the same thing. Yeah, he's trying. But, it's all the same story. But it's it's um. It's great action, and I just I feel that they just she's the only new face, the only known new face in there. And it was so like, to to show something new and to bring another audience, like oh shoot, because they even released um before the movie came out, they released a video of her on YouTube training with um Keanu Reeves at a gun range, and she was putting in work with real guns. Yeah, he's nice too. Yeah. Oh no, he's very nice because he's he. I, he's been training for at least the, the the previous John Wicks, you know, let alone who knows what he's been training prior to that. But they actually had them in a gun range, um, shooting, moving targets, moving around. Like, if you've seen John Wick 3, she was training in a course kind of like what they were filming. So, you know, so whether she was a good shooter or not, she became a good shooter. So I wouldn't fuck with her now, you know. If I was David Justice, you know, who was known for, like, hitting her or whatever, like, I wouldn't oh, do that shit now. That was she, old, Yo, Samity Sam, your ass. He went digging in the crates. David Justice. Wow. Nice yeah. one. <laughs> but, all right. Yeah, so John Wick. I, I would watch it. So, uh, our man Axel, he sends us another fucking wild story. But this one's almost in Florida. This one's from Georgia. And... Another, shout out to Axel. Yeah, shout out Axel digging the show, sending in stuff. Uh, it's, it's it's nice to have him contributing. And this one's a funny-ass story from a Georgia man. People playing with guns once again. What happened, Reddy? Oh, man. This dude... Let me tell you something. Two years ago, he gets into an argument with his wife. Or, or I should say with... um. His girlfriend, he, no? he, with his girlfriend, it's not his wife. It was his girlfriend. Gets into an argument with her, right? And all she remembers is um, glass shattering, the driver's side glass shattering. He, she wakes up in his car. They were in in her car arguing. Glass shatters. She wakes up in his car. He's driving her. He drives her to um, I think his mother's house. <laughs> Okay, and she's like complaining about her head hurting, and she's she's staying with him. So, so a month after the shooting, she stayed at this guy's mother's house, and she was just suffering severe headaches and dealing with memory loss and have memory loss and having trouble speaking. And then, um, her friend decided to take her to a hospital. So they take her to a hospital, and um, they ask, you know, what happened? And all she remembers is, like, glass shattering. and she doesn't remember the car accident, because, you know, supposedly there was a car accident. That's what the boyfriend says, there was a car accident, you hit a tree. Well, they scan her, and there's a bullet in the back of her head. Her boyfriend tried to kill her, but he probably used a mini-me pistol. And she has a thick skull, so he shot her, and the bullet lodged in the back of her skull. I find that hard to believe, a woman with a thick skull. 
impossible. So the hospital staff, they alerted investigators. And when they, uh, you know, she told them she didn't remember being shot. She just remembered a window breaking. This guy almost got away with it. Yeah. So, um, and then this dude, he tells the, he tells the police that she crashed into a tree. And detectives found the crime scene inconsistent with his explanation. You so think? <laughs> he went on the run for two years. He knew what was happening. He did the race like he was TK. Okay? And he got caught just like TK. Without and a drone. No drone. He, he got sentenced just like TK. <laughs> but um, he got actually a little less. TK got 55 years. That's another uh, one hit wonder rapper. Ain't going to go into that. He'll be um, but he, um, this dude got sentenced to 25 years for several crimes, including aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and possession of a firearm by a felon. And he was, he was a felon because he was convicted of sexual battery in 2010. Okay? So, long story short, he's arguing with his girlfriend. He shoots her in the head. She blacks out. I don't know if he, he must have knew that she was breathing still. So he, or he, maybe he thought she was dead and he just threw her in the car and was going to drive her someplace to dump the body and she wakes up and he's like, oh shit. And, you know, what they say, most criminals are stupid. He actually thought that, you know, well, <laughs> the bullet's just there and uh, she'll be fine and uh, I'll just play it off. I don't know what kind of nutty, crazy, stupid, weird, dumb shit this person is into. What's so hard about telling people, I don't want to beat you no more. Peace out. Peace out, Cub Scout. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get you, sucker. <laughs> Peace out, Cub Scout. That's it. I'm, 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 we're done. I'm not going to 20, jail 25 years because we got into an argument. I don't care what the argument was about. I don't give a fuck if you was fucking my best friend. Keep him. You could have them problems. Because obviously y'all having problems. And if she do it to you, she do it to him. So let somebody else deal with it. Life lesson. Stop. Stop doing nutty stuff over your significant other ruining your life. Wait. Are you encouraging this podcast to end? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't know. I think, you know what? If you actually, our listeners, if you're listening, don't do nutty shit because we don't want to encourage it. But there's people out there that are going to keep doing this shit because we got to oh, keep no. going. We got more oh. weeks, more weeks. We got we got a lot of funny shit. This is, this is, people are fucking nuts, man. Like, how do you, I don't know. Like, you could have just easily finished the whole job you're in florida you're in georgia like these places got swampy areas they got woodsy areas just get rid of the bodies there's so many ways how many movies have laid out the plans for us like people don't pay attention how about actually um complete the job before (laughs) true that i would have had the you know i mean not saying that i thought about it but i would have had the you know everything lined with with plastic and and lime already ready to go like you know yeah i don't know I, don't know. I mean, shoot, shoot. He could he could he could have put some heroin in their cereal. Oh, throwback, throwback, throwback. <laughs> listen, you gotta listen to the other ones to know it. Listen, so and don't put heroin in people's cereal, okay? It was a joke. 
Nah, don't I don't do want to hear about, oh, Reddy and DJ said put heroin in their cereal, so I did it. No, don't do it. No, yeah, okay? definitely don't do that. You don't want no sleepy cereal, okay? We just want them golden grams, baby. You know what I'm talking about, them golden grams. <laughs> nah, I don't want no golden grams. You know what I want? I want some wasabi. No, you don't. That shit is hot as fuck. You know, wasabi can break your heart, literally. You, you fucks with wasabi? <laughs> you eat that shit? Oh man, do I, I actually? I don't mind wasabi. I like wasabi on sushi. I'm not. I, no, listen. I don't eat all kinds of crazy sushi. Crazy meaning like straight raw. The raw sushi that I do eat, and I eat very little bit of it, is spicy salmon. Um, and that's it. Other than that, I'll eat California rolls, which is artificial crab meat, which a lot of people don't know. They think it's raw. It's not. It's artificial crab meat. Um, with, uh, avocado yeah. and... Listen, and just for everybody it. out there, don't, if you're hitting Google right now, don't try to check him on this, because we had this debate already, because I thought sushi was just meant raw fish, but nah, apparently not, according to Googles and shit, so don't even try. Yeah, nah, uh, all, all sushi isn't raw, a lot of it is, and I've seen, I mean, I used to work with this person, right, and we would order, like, we would order, um, you know, California rolls and... Like I said, I might order like give me like two spicy salmons. This dude had order a whole platter. They're just raw shit. I was like, there's something fucking wrong with you. I gotta watch you. You might be a fucking cannibal or some shit. You just eating a bunch of raw shit. That's just strange to me. Well, it's not raw shit. It's raw fish. Yeah, well, fish but, is shit too. So, you know, you've eaten wasabi. You know what it looks like. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's similar, I guess, to avocado, but, you you know, I think you would know the difference, but yeah, this woman decides that she thinks was, the wasabi is avocado, and she eats a whole bunch of it, mm-hmm. send it to the hospital. A, a, a big ass, like, spoonful of it. That's right. You know. And she was 60 years old. So, I mean, you're not 60 and just take a spoonful of avocado. Like, that's your first time trying it. You know what you were trying. But she didn't know. She probably liked spice. Because wasabi's hot as fuck if you take a spoonful of it. The little bit you put, you're supposed to put on your... There's a reason why they give you a little bit when you order a sushi roll. A little bit goes a long way with wasabi. That'll clear your sinuses out for people who've never tried it. A spoonful of sugar. Well, I'm talking about a little pinch of it will clear your sinuses out. She's at a wedding and she takes a spoon full of it. Okay. okay. And, you know, within a couple of minutes, she started having intense chest pain. You know, it radiated down her arms. I told you, this shit clears your sinuses. It makes you hot, man. Well... She went to the doctor the next day. She felt terrible. Took an EKG, and they have a ECG. What? Oh yeah, ECG. E- an ECG. Yeah. So an echocardiogram, um, and it showed that she had something called what would normally come up as broken heart syndrome. But Please don't tell my heart. My yeah, achy, breaky heart. Which is it, I won't eat that wasabi again. So okay. this mimicked that. And it was similar symptoms to a heart attack, severe chest pains, shortness of breath, and a regular heartbeat. And 
this is all because she thought she was having a nice spoonful of avocado. Yes, it's an actual syndrome. It's called broken heart syndrome. Okay, the actual name, I cannot pronounce this shit. I will attempt to. Takotusubo cardio... Myopathy. There we go. You know, Tako, I'm special. Takotsubo. Cardio yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is, but it's an actual thing. And most people who get that are between the ages of 58 and 75, which she was 60, and they normally get it when they um, when they have like a big emotional stress, like normally triggered by a breakup or death of a partner or a friend or a pet. Hers was triggered by wasabi. Please don't tell my heart, Mikey Breaky Heart. Listen, I'll never eat that spicy shit again. Don't feel shy about asking the Mater D what the hell they're serving. Yeah, I oh, had man. you know, like I went to a party today, and they were serving all finger foods and uh, it like uh, almost like uh, like just appetizers going around the whole time. And I had chicken, and they also had shrimp and a whole bunch of other fried stuff out there. And I could taste the the fish in the the chicken, you know, oil from the oil. And, you know, I got a friend who, if he has shrimp, his throat will close. So that kind of situation could fuck you up bad. So, you know, wasabi, yeah. avocado, whatever you're allergic to, just watch out. Yeah. And I can just imagine, honestly, all jokes aside, she ate a spoonful. I don't know how that didn't fuck her up immediately. Because I've had, I like spicy stuff. And I've, um, I put wasabi, I do put wasabi on my sushi. And one time I've put a lot. It was nowhere close to a spoonful. And that shit damn near fucked me up. Like it, it damn near fucked me up. So I don't know how she ate that and maintained it. Yeah, for and and lasted the day. I, I I think and she stayed at the wedding after she ate it. I honestly I think that she was trying to be too nice. I think that she ate it and she was like, "Oh, these motherfuckers got some fucked up spoiled food here," and she kept it to herself. Yeah, right. Because she's a little, little bit older. Them older folks doesn't want to insult people. Yeah, or she ate it. And was like, oh shit, this is wasabi, and she ain't, and she just thought whatever. Because a couple of minutes later, she started having chest pains at the wedding, so she knew like that shit fucked me up. Because I guarantee you, it fucked her up damn near immediately. <laughs> it might, it, it ain't hurt her chest immediately. It hurt her motherfucking nasal cavity. <laughs> I guarantee you that. I mean, I've I've never eaten it. I've just, I've smelt it though, like, and you could smell it, like, it seems hot. Listen, it, and it's a different type of spice. But, you know, she wouldn't, she, I'm surprised she didn't call up an Uber or a Lyft. But, uh, you know, she might have problems we'll call with it them. She. Depends. Yeah, it depends, man. It depends. These places are, listen, more and more, you know, hatred is going on in the world, more and more, uh, People hating because of races and sexuality. And there was a study that they did on on um, on ride services. And long story short, LG 
LGBTQ and black passengers, they face more rideshare cancellations. That's what this study finds. So how you want to know, well, how do they know this? What study did they do? So what they did was they, to, to make it totally transparent, they set up profiles by giving people names. Okay, um, they gave them like traditionally minority names. Um, they set up profiles by like when you have your profile picture, like um, like rainbows are normally associated with, you know, gay passengers or or gay people, I should say. So the alphabet th- people. Yeah. So they they um they set up profiles, multiple rideshare profiles. And each passenger had a 4.8 rating. But don't forget, they also switched it too. They did like, yeah. like, uh, like, su- uh, very common white, uh, yeah, yeah, names they, they, also. So they, yeah, they, yeah, they, 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 they did both out. names. They, they spread it out and they gave them all a good rating, a 4.8 rating out of a five. And so they used, um, four pictures to create profiles. One for a black woman named Keisha or Latoya, one for a black male named um, Rashid or Jamal, one for a white female named Emily or Allison, one for a white male named Brad or Greg, and at least at least ninety two percent of people perceive Emily, Allison, Brad, and Greg as Caucasian names, and Keisha, Latoya, Ra- Rashid, and Jamal to be black names, according so, to a two thousand and four study. Right, which if is why to- the researchers use those names. If you don't use a ride-sharing app, um, you know, or service, they have the right to to deny your pickup. Um, I know, you know, certain people say if they're in in a in the city and the the driver has to cross a bridge or a tunnel to get to the person, and then say drop them off through a bridge or tunnel, they don't want to go through all that, so they'll deny the ride even if they're close. So you have the option to deny the ride. Yeah, you have a, you yeah. Or there's some people who just do it. Like I know somebody who just does it when it's convenient for them. You know, um, I know somebody who they get out of work and then their kid has sports and their kid goes to school in a different town. So while their kid is at sports, they'll do their ride share. And then if it, the last ride is too close to the cutoff time, they got to pick their kid up. They deny all rides, and they go pick their kid up, and that's what they do for the day. Okay, but let me tell you, just because I said they set up four profile names for each does not mean that they just did eight. They did 3,200 observations during both peak and non-peak hours of the day. And the researchers determined that while there was no significant evidence of bias against women riders compared to male riders of both races, both black men and black women were nearly three times more likely to be canceled on than than the white peers. Their tests also showed that signaling support for LGBTQ community with rainbow filter resulted in passengers nearly doubling their chance of being canceled across races. So I don't want to hear about this is, oh, it's just a coincidence. They did it during peak and non-peak hours. Okay. And yeah, people associate certain names with certain things. There's not a lot of you know, like I said, there's not a lot of certain certain races or 
religions or people, they have certain type of types of names. And yes, there are certain, there are black people named Brad. Okay, it doesn't mean all black people. We're talking about a majority. So they're going off of a case study in 2004 with which people have which more types of names. Yeah, they're all, they're playing into the to people's to stereotypes. Right. And, and the case study showed that 92% of people are buying into it. Uh, you know, think that these names are associated with that. And it's just jacked up. So, like, even Uber and Lyft, which this doesn't, uh, this the, at no point takes anything away from Uber or Lyft because it's not based on the company Uber or Lyft because the, the, the drivers pick who they want to pick up and don't want to pick up. So this is the drivers making the decision. Uber does not say, okay, go pick this person up and you have to pick this person up. Yeah, right. It's not, and, and they it's can't not like mon- a taxi cab company. Yeah, they can't monitor every person. You're not calling up the taxi number and the taxi is saying, okay, what's your name? Where are and you they, at? Yeah, and they, they dispatch dis- to a right. taxi to pick you up. This is individual. Right. You know. It's it's all an app. The app says, okay, Jamal's at blah, 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 and they want to go here. All right, Brad is at blah, 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 and they want to go where? Emily's here. They want to go there. You want to pick them up or not? Nope. Boop. Okay, pass it on to the next person. More than three times likely to be canceled on. And double for gay. It's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, there's not much to be said. Like, I don't, you know, I don't drive a Lyft or know many Lyft drivers, but, you know, if you're out there listening, don't be a dick. Just pick anybody up. Money's money. I don't understand. Like, you know, like, if you're stereotyping because, say, a certain previous customer fucked you over, that's, that's... Not a stereotype. They you, fucked you, you over. Like, you, you, but if you stereotype it on their name or their neighborhood or whatever, fuck that. Let's go make yeah. their money. If they're willing to pay, they already yeah, paid through you, the app, you, so your money's there. So it, what the fuck? Yeah, and you can't blame an entire race for something that one person does. There are people of every race and every color, every sexuality, every whatever that are assholes, and there are all out of every race, this, that, and the third. Are people who are great people, great, caring, loving people. I mean, we, we went you know, over this like, with the with the cake, the cake shit, and the 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 uh, the, the story in uh, Mississippi, or not Mississippi. Uh, yeah, was it? Yeah, Mississippi with right, the, Mississippi. the interracial couple. So I mean, you know, shit's fucked up, but I don't really, you know. Me too. We you can, know what we I think sp- it? You know what I think it is? I think that they got too much damn sun rays. I think uh, it's just climate change. Some shit. Climate change. Or is it not the climate change? Hmm. Maybe know. Trump was on to something. Hmm. He might have been. He, he might have been. It, you know, he, he, he gets and, and, his... he, and, and after reading this article, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't agree 100% with anybody. Okay? You're not supposed to. You're your own person. I don't agree 100% with DJ. He doesn't agree 100% with me. Doesn't mean that we can't get along. Doesn't mean that we're not great friends. Okay, and maybe Trump was on to something when he said there's no climate change. I know it seemed crazy because I think it seemed crazy to me because I'm like, listen, these the summers are out of whack. All these crazy 
weather conditions that's going on, tornadoes, hurricanes, raining. and Glaciers are melting in front yeah. of people's faces. Yeah. So I was like, what do you mean there's, no, there's not a climate change issue? And, you know, certain people of power get information that other people don't have. And this article is very intriguing. Okay, it's it's for naturalnews.com. And straight up and down, this is this is the title. NASA admits that climate change occurs because of changes in the Earth's solar orbit and not in giant capital letters because of SUVs and fossil fuels. So I, our, this is this, our this, pollution this, hasn't caused any of this. Our pollution has not caused the climate change. And they have articles going back, talking about how NASA has covered this up, going back to 1958. That NASA first observed that changes in the solar orbit of the Earth, along with alterations to the Earth's axle tilt, are both responsible for what climate scientists today have dubbed as warming or cooling, depending on their agenda, and in no way shape or form are humans warming or cooling the planet by human pollution, okay? And this is a super long article, and they break shit down that it goes with the years and how they even um, had studies from 76 and 82, how there were studies that is accurate and it, and it goes through periods of climate change that have occurred throughout history that show it's due to the Earth's solar orbit and not through, you know, pollution, not through factories blowing smoke in the air, <laughs> exhaust pipes. Now, let me tell you something. It gives my nose pollution. I will say that. But we're not talking about personal pollution. and Because it, it does give pollution, Okay. But they're saying it's not enough pollution to actually change the Earth's atmosphere. To change climate of Earth. That's a naturally occurring thing. So, But these are old studies and we have so much more they were, they were old NASA's. They were old NASA studies that they hid and allowed to push the, the agenda for whatever reason it was that it's humans causing this. Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, I read this shit, and I don't know really how trustworthy the natural news is, but I I don't know. This, I, I'm a, I believe in climate change, and I believe that everything that we do, that chemical, smokestack, uh, burning of garbage, anything that we do has to alter nature because the only way this would occur naturally is if we weren't here. I agree to an extent. I, I don't know, because, you know, the, the Earth is a crazy place. The Earth has a, a way of naturally filtering things. So I don't I don't know if they're saying that, listen, the, the Earth's air is so much or it, it naturally gets filtered. Certain things naturally get filtered. How? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I can't give you a chemical breakdown of shit. Just, That's the reason why I said there's a lot in this article. And I, I didn't just take this article. I actually looked it up a little bit. And there are other things that state this. And they and they actually break down the scientific um, study and give you the name of the scientific study that, that NASA did. So you can look it up that it is a real study. 
um, that has happened. See, like I said, it's, it's a really, it's a real intense article that even breaks down the Earth's orbit, and it, it's called the. They have a, a study. I don't know what's his name. I don't know if I can pronounce this dude's name. I suck at pronouncing shit. If you all didn't realize, um, Milankovic. Okay, he has a uh, he has a study. He um, sounds Russian. Sounds like Putin put this article yeah. out. Yeah, and it was a study published in the Journal of Science that confer- that confirms his theory. In fact, accurate and does correspond to various periods of climate change that have occurred throughout history. So you all can look that up and let me know if it's bullshit or not. But it seems very legit. I mean, um, and it's... listen, I, I I get it. I I personally do think factories and burning garbage, like DJ said, yes, it does contribute pollution. Like I said, maybe it's more pollution to humans. To our noses, and if yes, if you directly inhale that shit, you are probably more likely to get cancer I mean, and to we, other get stuff. We but we're talking about does is it so much that the Earth itself cannot filter it to stop from harming the actual Earth? Well, we we know just from Aquanet and aerosol back in you know back in the day that how bad that was putting holes in the ozone, which would put the make the sun burn hotter which would accelerate this so that's just one small small thing but that but see that's what they're saying they're saying that they're saying that what is more responsible for climate control is the actual sun and not humans it's because of the earth's orbital change when the sun hits it and the way it hits it at certain things we're helping that we're helping speed the process yeah i don't know if aerosol cans i don't think aerosol cans burn a hole in fucking atmosphere they would have banned all that shit. They, if if well, they have a legit study of the aerosol... You know how many aerosol cans that they still sell? Yeah, but they changed stuff years ago. There was so other chemicals inside there. They change shit all the time. It's an agenda to, to push better to Holy to make shit. something... To, to to sell a different product. Here we go. Ready the climate denier. Hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not denying anything. I, no. I don't know. Like I said before, I'm not a scientist. I don't know. But I, I do... I do believe that the Earth can... Filter it shit. Listen, if you if you had a comet that was so big and it hit the earth and it wiped out the dinosaurs, the Big Bang Theory, do you know how much pollution? That had been more pollution in that one big-ass bang than fucking all the factories. And oh, the, the earth healed itself. I'm still breathing in dinosaur dust. This shit bothers my lungs. <clears throat> Ain't nothing like a good old fossil fuel to the nose. Listen, you know what Brian, I mean? yo, Brian, scientist man, if you're out there, hit us back, straighten us out. Yes. Hope you Please. listen over there in Japan. But you know, you should always use like electronic stuff anyway. Like I, I got a new ele- electronic um lawnmower. I like it because when I'm cutting grass, I'm breathing in fucking gas, and it's quieter. I'm saving energy. I, actually, I'm not saving energy. I'm using more energy charging the batteries, but uh. You know, I'm saving money not buying gas. I don't got to do oil changes. I don't have to do fill changes, and it cuts great. Um, if you, you want, want the, if you want to know what uh, lawn shit. equipment I use, send us an email at anotherweekpodcast@gmail.com, and I'll definitely let you know. Or if you're a lawn equipment company that makes products that wants to sponsor us, we'll tell them that yours is the one we use. Yeah, I'll tell you, it could suck, and I'd be like, "This is fucking great." Yeah, this is the best one. Get this shit now. I will not sell my soul to my another week podcast listeners for an endorsement. I'll sell that shit (laughs) right away. 
but, but, no, but we, you know we, we do have a, a good sponsor on the network cufflinks.com so that shit's legit go over there and get that shit yes yes go get that and we talking about electronic man oh man last but not least you know we we, we got we might have a couple more after this but Florida again <laughs> which which we're back on electronics uh, on electronic saving things. Yeah, e-scooters. We're, we're going down to Fort Lauderdale. They got these these awesome e-scooters that you could rent and scoot around town. And yeah, they go like 15, 20 miles an hour max. They're for, great. For people who are in New York and the city or or visiting, you know, we have um, city bikes that you can rent. You got to pedal you know, that and, shit. And, uh, and you can ride around. You know, you put it in a car, you get a bike, you can ride around, and you have to put the bike back. If not, They'll fucking probably charge your card, you know, $7.8 million for a fucking $150 bike. But, um, so Fort Lauderdale, Florida has an electronic scooter program where you can rent scooters at a station and, you know, scoot around. Well, this sick fuck <laughs> is caught, once again, on 4K camera. Not only is he caught on camera... They actually planted these fucking bikes for his dumbass. In front of ring doorbells. Yeah, they had they had a suspicion that this guy was the person who was doing it. He was cutting the brake lines <laughs> on electronic scooters. Wait. Like, I don't know what kind of hatred you have for scooters or if scooter people are cutting you off in traffic. But that's a special kind of fucked up to cut the brake lines on that shit. What if somebody really got fucked up off of that? Yeah, you could easily just cut the power or some shit. Like, it's an electric scooter. I'd he, rather you steal the whole scooter. The video has him, like, dismantling the, the like, top part, yeah. like, by the he's, handle. and like, He's cutting the fucking brake line. Like, specifically. That, and then putting it back together. Shit? What if I put some racing fuel on that motherfucker and try to go back to the future? Okay? Yeah, it's an electric so I'm, scooter, I'm sitting bro. There. They don't have fuel. You know, I'm 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 on I'm in Florida. You know, I'm trying to to race with this nine year old. He's doing ninety. I'm on my scooter doing like 150, dusting his ass. On your electric and I can't scooter, using stop fuel. On, on my electric scooter. You know what I mean? I'm just catching sun rays. You know, catching these beautiful sun rays from the, before this climate change kicks in and it drops down to 30 degrees in Florida, and I fucking. Wheelie off the fucking ramp like it's a goddamn esport game, and I can't stop because can't this asshole stop, won't stop. Can't stop. He's cutting brake lines. Stop. This dude, Randall Williams, who's fifty nine years old, is caught on cameras cutting brake lines on scooters. Fifty nine years old, not 59. like a, like a kid fucking around. Like this is some vindictive asshole. Yeah, yeah, like you're a dick. <laughs> You're an asshole for doing that. That's fucked up. You could really, get, you could really get hurt. That's not cool. Dumb not cool at all. What if a little kid? You know, come on. What if? What if somebody rented that for their kid, and a little kid, they couldn't stop or something and got fucked up. Not everybody has the instinct to just drop and put their feet down to it's stop. Like I'm serious. Just, like, like if you're supposed to stop, a lot of people they panic. You could panic and, and get hurt. You. Need, you know, and luckily there have been no reports of people who've gotten hurt from his buffoonery. <laughs> but he's got to pay a lot of money to repair these things. I think like 70 oh. bucks a pop. Yeah, and there's like hundreds. 
He has to pay restitution. He got he got arrested. I don't even remember what the price was. He's a fucking asshole though. Well, oh man. At least at least he didn't get beat up by Stacy Dash. Oh. Stacy Dash. She's in the news once again, folks. Dion you, from Clueless. You caught people this. People don't know. Yeah, that you know, just just to remind you, Clueless that was made in 1991 yeah. or some shit. The gorgeous, gorgeous girl with the braids in the in the movie. Alicia Silverstone's best friend in the in the movie. Yeah, you, you might have also known her. You know, maybe coming back to life in the celebrity scene when she became like a, a super Trumper. When, uh, yeah, the, she was a Fox News anchor. Yeah, during the during the election cycle when it first came up in twenty was it twenty sixteen twenty fifteen about yes. And um, long story short, she got arrested for battery. Now I will say, um, I currently found out today that, that battery is not just the thing you put in a device; it's also a, <laughs> it means it's assault. It, it's assault. But what's so funny about this well, first of all, she got all charges dropped. She got arrested for hitting and and causing scratches on her husband, who is an attorney. Um. Now, Stacy Dash is also has been known lately to be. I don't want to say against blacks, but it's like she's been against blacks, but she's black. It's it's. Just, she, She's she's been very strange lately, okay? She's yeah, been very she catches strange, a like, lot of flack, not only just for being like a a super trumper, but like also for bashing like, black people. Yes, and, and sort of disassociating herself from being black and like yeah. not like owning it. She's basically, you know, denies like lives in a denial world, and yes. people call her out for it over the last few years. So, you know. Her making the news for Battery wasn't really that funny until you hear, A, the the call that she made to 911, and yeah. then the they have it recording when she talks to the officer on scene, and then tell already what they wrote on her yes. booking sheet. Her booking sheet. <laughs> it says... Full name, Loretta Dash Stacy. In parentheses, WF. I'll tell you what that means in a second, ladies and gentlemen. Race, W. I'm not going to give you her address and all that other shit, because that's personal shit. They have her listed on her booking sheet as being white. <laughs> as a white female. <laughs> no. Stacy Dash is Dame Dash from Rockefeller Records' cousin. What what's really funny is when the <laughs> officer shows up and she says who she is and she goes, yeah, I'm an actress. And he goes, oh, have you been in anything that I would have seen? And she says, Clueless, this guy looks like he was born the year Clueless came out. Yeah, she it, says Clueless and then he... She's like, oh, I'm on leave now. You know, I've been taking a break for a while. You haven't been taking a break. Taking a break for a while. (laughs) You sucked as an actress. Terrible. You were great looking. She was gorgeous. (laughs) Everybody loved her. But you sucked as an actress. The actress shit didn't really work for you. It didn't. And you were were probably a a little nutty. 
just off of your your latest antics, which is and Hollywood probably was like, I don't want to deal with this nuttiness. She's on on the nine one one call and she's like yelling at the she's lady, like, going, the, the, "He's a lawyer and he knows exactly what to say to you. He knows what to say." And, 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 and then oh, when the just, cops come, she's like, "Hello, yes, like, nothing's wrong. Am I being arrested? No, I, I don't know." She sounds like. Like Mary Poppins' aunt, <laughs> some weird, just like the, made up the, like accent that no one speaks in this planet. Yeah, yeah, it's like a fake made up accent. If that even makes sense, <laughs> the best a fake one. made up. It, it was accent. so great. He goes, "Anything I've seen," and she said, "Clues," and he goes, "Oh," and, yeah, and he oh. Like, had no idea. Uh, she's so like, good. "Oh, well," she's like, "Oh, I was, I was a retired news anchor on uh, Fox News anchor." No, you got fired from Fox. Shut up. <laughs> Stacy Dash, she's a nut job making the making the news again. But I will uh, say her her mugshot, she still does look pretty hot in it though. She looks she looks weathered, but she still looks pretty hot, hot weathered. Stacy Dash, Stacy um, Dash. And let me tell you, she was in um uh, for other people might know her Kanye West um video for um um All Falls Down off of his college dropout album, his um debut album. She was the lead actress. In that music video, which is um pretty funny, you know, because it leads us on to our next story. Uh, real brief talk: the wonderful, wonderful world of Kanye West. Yeah, it's it's surprising that we've really made it this far into six episodes without having yeah. brought up Kanye West at all. Because yeah, Kanye West is like Florida in in the flesh. Yo, that that's outstanding right there. We should trademark that. Like Kanye West is Florida in the flesh. flesh. That I'd wear a T-shirt that said that shit. <laughs> Holy shit! Let me tell you. So once again, long story short, he promises people an uh, album, and he doesn't drop it. He did this last year with an album he was supposed to drop called Yandi. Everybody was waiting for. All his fans waiting for. This is fresh off of him and his controversial shit, and. And, Not and only was it all con- seven albums and, and you know seven great albums. All right, the first album was Pusha T's Daytona album, and this album dropped like the week after he went all MAGA on everybody. Okay, and people were having doubts on Kanye West. Then he he releases Nas's album, another great hip hop album. Then he releases Tiana Taylor's album. Then he releases a Kid Cudi. And Kanye West's album. Great album. And he released... Uh, I think there was another album I can't think of. And he was supposed to release another album called Yandi. He has everybody amped up for this album. Doesn't release it. Pushes it back. Pushes it back. Pushes it back. Then you just never hear from it again. And you hear all types of things that you see videos he he's working on tracks just deletes them kim's putting out weird shit like promotional videos he's just doing kanye florida in the flesh shit and and um so um kim kardashian west his wife she puts out a twit a tweet i said a twit she puts out a a, she puts out a, a tweet of this twit of his track list for his album called jesus is king and it says September 26th or 27th. It's supposed to come out. Here comes the date once again. Nothing. Then you hear, oh, he's pushing the album back because he's he's uh, work touching up on it. 
Then you hear there's no tentative date released for it. Then he apparently has a listening party for it. And he goes on a rant, a, a, another Kanye West rant, Please. and says, pretty much this is the last time I'm making music like this. From now on, I'm only doing gospel music. And he plays half-finished tracks. And he plays half-finished tracks. Let me tell you what this is, okay, for all hip-hop heads. He's pulling a Dr. Dre. He's pulling a Dr. Dre's Detox album. With Ed Lover? Dr. Dre's... Dr. Dre, no, Dr. Dre, you know, West Coast. Oh, oh, that Beats, Dr. Beats by Dre, Dr. Dre, straight out of Compton, NWA, Dr. Dre. He's been talking about this album, Detox, forever. It's supposed to be his last album. And he's been working on this album, I don't know, 10 years. And there have been a lot of artists that have confirmed, like, yeah, I'm on his album. I have did tracks for I laid it. And I believe them. He's been producing a crap ton of shit, and he just doesn't release it. I honestly think he's planning on a Tupac. So when he dies, he has all of this great shit to just release post-mortem. But that's not what Kanye's doing. No, but but Kanye's doing because Dr. Dre has said detox is coming, detox is coming, and detox never comes. Kanye West is doing... Oh, this album's coming, this album's coming, and it never comes. No, all right, what Kanye's doing is a Florida move, and he cut his break line, and he did this thing at Coachella over the summer where he did something called Sunday Service, and he got everybody up on a hill, and he was actually <laughs> playing, uh, he had a, a, a choir with him, and he was playing, like, gospel songs, and then he started breaking into, like, some... some uh, old school Chicago house riffs on the keyboard and then he like slowed them up and he was loving all the attention. So with all the attention and the internet hype, he did it a second time. I forget what city, maybe in California, California somewhere. I think it was LA. And uh, he decided to come this past weekend uh, to New York and he did a, a Sunday service in a church in Jamaica, Queens. And he's, I guess, finding this, you know, uh, I don't know, connection with this maybe untapped market or some kind of spirituality. So I think what he's doing is altering his album to appeal to a different market because he's marketing himself in a different crowd. And I I feel like it's just another bullshit, like Kanye... Tactic. But that's like that's a whole nother genre of music. That means you already have this music and you have the track list. You have the music. You're just not releasing it. Yeah, but you know, you know as as well as I do. Like we've talked about this and we've seen it. Him on a plane, you know, being able to make a beat, having a team making shit. So you know, you know that he could turn an album around in in three days if he wants. Absolutely, he could turn an album around, but my whole thing is... So he could he could have taken a half-finished album, cut half of it, and his his genius, quote-unquote, I'm not saying that, I don't, his I don't think genius he's doing is telling him, you know, bring it to the people from the Lord. Right, but so my whole thing is, um, these producers, when you're in the game, that's what your job is. Now, I make beats on the side, okay? I have a crap ton of music. 
that I make. When I get into the zone of making music, I can make a lot of music quick. I've made an album's worth of music in a week more than one time. Now, he's making millions of dollars to do this. I'm sure Kanye West has hundreds of beats made. This is an average person. This, he's getting paid to do this. Where's the music? You, you don't just have your seven or eight songs and go, okay, well, I'm going to just tweak. Now I'm going to only... T- I have these seven or eight songs and the album is coming out in a week. Kim didn't tweet this shit three months ago and saying, okay, this is the date. She tweeted it like a week or two weeks before it came out. That means you have it. You have the track list. You, that means you have your music done. You're working on mix downs and mastering. Even if you wanted to change shit on the fly, why would you totally 100% change the entire song? Because he's a lunatic. Well, you're an asshole. Release the music and, 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 and make your gospel songs. That's All right. Anybody well, can do that. You don't have to make your albums. gospel songs off of the songs you already have. It's so bizarre. And it's, again, like it's it's so Kanye. He needs to be up in all the the news. and, and They need to take his medication away. And, and, you know, then they're saying that he's got another another clothing line coming out. And is he, is he uh, riding off the backs of churchgoers to sell his two hundred dollars t shirts? And like, no, no, that's no, another he, fucking big ploy. Like this guy, you know, I don't he, think that he, he's been he selling. Did. He's been selling two hundred dollars t shirts forever. And let me tell you something: artistic people who are crazy are artistic when they're crazy. When they're on their meds and they're trying to be serious, they're crazy, but not artistic crazy. If yeah, you get well, what I just said. So I mean, he's on his medicine, and now he's overthinking. The last, right? The last. He's album, overthinking. He, what he need, he needed Kim Jenner's approval, like to tell him it was good. Like who the hell is she in in, in music or yeah. hip hop or well, any listen, music? O- only thing I will say, I absolutely agree with that. But only thing I will say is, listen, that's his wife, and you know your significant other will. Hopefully they have your best interest in heart and they will give you an honest opinion and that's who you confide in and that's a person that you feel you could trust. Like they don't they're not a stranger to you. They're not an industry person. That that's your significant other. So hopefully she has the the right mind. And and not for nothing just from what I seen. And and there's I'm sure there's a bunch of closed doors that I don't know of, behind-the-scenes stuff that I don't know of that goes on there. But she she has seemed to have his best interest in heart. She puts him in check when he does stupid stuff. She does. She might have put that, that thing out there to push him to keep going. Maybe he was in a slump. Yeah, I think that... I think she was probably pissed at him. She was pissed at him when he did that whole MAGA shit and this, that, and the third... And that's his opinion to do it, but that caused real turmoil in their relationship, and I know that for a fact it did. Um, just off of how he went about doing it. And how he went about doing certain things. And she don't want that shit. She doesn't want to hear that flack. She doesn't want people on her social media hounding her, talking about, you You put this out, blah, blah, blah. She could, she could post any fucking thing in the world and get a, mu- a million likes on it. 
She doesn't want to put some shit and get negative reviews because your nutty ass is fucking up again. I'm pretty sure she's almost sick of him fucking up. Yeah, I mean, we had one. Didn't one, uh, one uh, Kardashian break up with her mans this week? Yeah, they're saying um, Kylie and Travis Scott broke up. Um, but the, she's saying that it's blown out of proportion, and they're in great they're on great terms, and they're doing everything for Stormy, which is their child's name. And you know what? I don't really give a fuck. I mean, people break up. They they're young. They're young. I didn't expect them to last forever, and if they do, that's great. Yo, They'll ready, be a great power I, couple. Ready? Huh? I, didn't, I didn't even expect you to know that much. <laughs> I do. You know, I, I pay attention. Um, no, I know Kylie's you do. Hot. That's just that's Kylie's, just funny. Kylie's hot. But um and and there was a, a rumor oh um she went to go see Tiger at the studio and she shot that down she was like listen people need to stop a bullshit which they do stop a bullshit Hollywood is a small circle the same way your fucking neighborhood is a small circle she was dropping her friends off at the goddamn studio where Tiger happened to be at the studio if you people don't know how music studios work because you're not in the music game okay when you go to a professional music studio there are multiple studio rooms in the studio so you can go to a music studio and it have four or five studios in it With you can be recording areas behind them yeah you could be recording in studio the the bigger performer who has more money is going to rent the best studio they might be in studio one two three four five however they label it that doesn't mean she wants to go check tiger he's a fucking artist he was in the studio she dropped her person off there and not for nothing who gives a fuck if they were there I don't Mind really your fucking care. business and stop spreading rumors unless you know some shit for a fact. And even if you know some shit, shut the fuck up. It's not your business. I can't Damn. stand people impeding in other people's relationships. Shut the fuck Listen, up. I don't I'm care sorry. if she's banging Tiger. That's between all her and Tiger. I, all I said was I heard they were breaking up. Sorry. No, but, but you know what? A lot of that shit, people don't realize because it's happened to them. Picture you, right? Picture you coming home and your wife saying... Yo, what the fuck is this shit? I just seen on 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 this social media app that you're banging this person, and there's a bunch of people like, oh, I knew this person was a dog, blah blah blah, blah. and you don't know what the fuck they're talking about. See, people don't put themselves in that situation. Picture you as a human being. I'm not talking about you, DJ. I'm talking about listeners and everybody else. Picture you. Going home and your significant other wilding out on you because on your Facebook or Instagram, a complete stranger is saying, oh, blah, blah, blah. And all you did was drop a fucking co-worker off at work because their car broke down or some shit. And you have to hear this shit. People don't think that. And it's fucked up. I'm glad we do the podcast in New York and not Hollywood, bro. It's just fucking too many people, too many eyes. We get yeah. to creep down low. Nobody even knows what our faces look like. Yeah. Stuff is fucked up when you impede on people's shit. But you know. You know how we do Ready and DJ on the low. Yeah. Uh, on a low, we, on another week. Yeah, yo, Kanye's fucking nuts. So that that's basically, we're in agreement with that shit always. You know, yeah. sometimes he puts out a hit, but usually not. Usually it's a good beat, but I don't know. He's he just, he's got a... No, he has a great music. He has a great music talent. It's just he just does a lot of weird shit, and I don't know if it's for attention or not, or it's to attract uh, a mental health um, audience. Which uh, you, you, if you're not, if you, unless you're blind, you know, it's like 
Damn near 75% of the world is suffering from mental health now, the way it seems in the news. So, um, I guess his, his weirdness is normal to a lot of people. All right, speaking of weirdness, let's, uh, I got, you know, a little sports breaking news. Maybe we could talk about it. Okay. Triple G, he won fight tonight. Nice. What do you think? You think it was a bullshit fight? Seems uh, like he, he's um, got the, another, another belt, another title. Well, Triple G is great, you know. He um he's a great boxer and people people try to they tried to downplay him in this fight. They tried to say, "Oh, well, he's 37 years old. How can he keep up?" The only reason why they're saying that shit, let me tell you something, is because he lost the fight to Canelo. I think Triple G only has that one loss on his record. Well, Drevichenko is a good fighter, no? I don't know who the fuck he is. I'm sure he's a good fighter cuz you you fought Triple G. You have to be a good fighter to fight him. But with that being said, okay, people who, once again, who are fans or not real fans, they need to stop downplaying athletes because you have a loss. Because you have one loss doesn't mean nothing. And I tell people, especially when it comes to boxing, certain losses I don't count. Yes, it's still a loss on your record. But, okay, listen. If you lose, if you have a lo- one loss on your record and it's to Floyd Mayweather, which Canelo has on his record, it doesn't take shit away from you. You expect to lose. It's Floyd Mayweather. If you win, that's great. It doesn't really take nothing from you. If you have a loss to Triple G on your record, one loss to Triple G, you expect it to lose. It's Triple G. You have to realize Triple G was on like a 30 knockout spree or some shit. Whoa. Triple G is known to knock motherfuckers out. Who are, I'm talking about in the middle of the fight where they're doing great, hit him, boop, and these motherfuckers are out cold. He's like Tyson. It falls he don't into be knocking like the people same, out first round. The, the tri- same category as like, uh, you know, um, if, if, if you're undefeated in, say, uh, you know, a sport or you have a, a streak going a win streak like people like really thrive on that streak shit so like when yeah. they see you know in boxing when they see undefeated that's kind of like a big deal but you're right i don't i i agree with you i don't think you know it, it you got to look at who that loss is like that it means a lot you know if if it's you know a couple losses you know three four losses you, you start to fall down the ranks but you know one loss here to a really Super yeah. duper fighter. That's yeah. should be expected. And, you and, and you want to go back at them. You should want to have to fight them again. And, and when he lost to Canelo, let me tell you, that was a controversial decision. Which I, I I felt Canelo won that that fight. I felt that Triple G won the first fight though, and they they made it a draw. And um, Triple G had twenty title defenses before he lost his title to Canelo. Twenty title defenses. Okay, and the the belt he won was a vacant belt. So he didn't take anybody's belt. It was a vacant belt, which means that there was somebody who had the belt and they gave it up for whatever reason or, or had to Moved up lose the belt or, or they, or they yeah, something happened where the belt was open. Um, but um, supposedly it was a good fight. I didn't get to watch the fight because I'm here doing the Another Week podcast. I will watch the fight. Um, and there was another um, fight news. I'm not really sure what happened. My man had texted me. Um, 
Clarissa Shields was supposed to fight tonight. For people who don't know her, she's a great female boxer. Been knocking everybody out. She's undefeated. She got belts. She moved up in a class. And for some reason, her fight tonight, it got canceled. So um, I'm intrigued to find out what happened with that. This is all... um, you know, happening. on the fu- on the on the fly stuff we're talking yeah, right now. Yeah, this is happening as as we're recording. You know, just like yes. uh, the Astros won another game. Garrett Cole, fifteen strikeouts. So if you're a baseball fan, this is going to be a hell of a playoff. A um, lot, a lot of good teams in it. So yeah, we covered a lot of shit tonight. Ready? This is a good podcast. I like this one a lot. Yeah, I th- I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Yeah, man, um, so, um, oh, so let, let's see. I just found out what what happened with um, Clarissa Shields. Oh, look, you don't get to be left hanging, folks. Listen yeah. to this shit. All right. Clarissa Shields' fight is called off after opponent's trainer got sucker punched at the weigh-in. Um, That's weird. So it was canceled after James Ali got sucker punched in the back of the head at the weigh-in. He was knocked unconscious for about 20 minutes before he was taken to a a nearby hospital for surgery. The assailant fled the scene before he could be apprehended. So, how I perceive that is the the motherfucker was scared of Clarissa Shields and they used that as an excuse. Clarissa Shields came out and said that it was unexcusable um, what happened, but Okay, yeah, you need your trainer, but you have more than one trainer. You ain't going to tell me that you can't go into the boxing match without your trainer. There's other people on your team that see what's happening and can tell you, listen, she's about to knock you the fuck out. Dodge to the left more. Keep your arms up. Do this, do that. And plus you're getting punched in the face. You know, well, shit, I got to stop getting punched in the fucking face. So that's how I look at it as a boxing fan. And I will say Clarissa Shields was looking right at um, that weigh-in. She's not normally a pretty girl, but she was definitely looking right in that hot pink um, outfit right there. Yeah. Get on uh, that. Yeah. Shout out to Clarissa Shields. Holler at me. Shout out to you, Reddy. You're on fire tonight. Excellent podcast. I hope everybody digs this one. Episode 6. Episode 6. A lot more to come. Another week podcast. Another week podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, you know. DVR Podcast Network. Yeah, so right now I'm going to plug the DVR Podcast Network a little bit because we got some things coming up. Uh, coming up October 20th for The Watchmen is going to be the premiere of the daily DVR Watchmen feed. This is also. Uh, a new feed, so you can go right on there, subscribe to that. If you're a daily DVR subscriber, it'll pop up there too. But rate and and subscribe to that because the Watchmen coming is going to be dope. And uh, Aaron Otto is coming out of the woodwork. A-Hustler, that's right. He's joining up with Axel. They're going to do a podcast about the Watchmen. They already covered the comic and the original movie that uh, released a, uh, about the, the 10 years ago or so. And that was a really great pod to get you caught up on the show. So that's going to be coming out October 20th. Um, that's going to be every the, the Wednesday. The show comes out October 20th, right? Yeah, yeah. and then every Wednesday they're going to put the podcast out. So okay. definitely be on that. 
Um, they also do the Mind Hunter podcast. Now, Axel and Heath have been covering Mind Hunter. Have you watched that? No. It's on um I it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's, it's great. on some social some um video streaming service. I I've, I've seen like the the thing. I I'm, I'm interested in seeing. You know, I'm so, going to I'm going to start I'm going to definitely watch The Watchmen because, you know, I want to I need to be in tune in tune with my DVR family, which you know, welcome me so graciously. I thank you. Um so I'm I'm going to start watching Watchmen so I can catch up on something new fresh so we could all be on it at the same time. Yeah, well, Mindhunter is only in two uh, seasons, okay. and um, that show is is great because it's like all the forensic shows that we know and watch now, and and uh, say any type of of cold case murderer serial killer type of show where there's a a method that the the FBI or the CIA or whatever team uses. This show is basically the manual getting written on how to, to, um, like, uh, psychologically profile a killer. So this is really cool. So Axel and Heath have been covering, they started on season one and they're, they're, they're actually in the middle of season one dropping them little by little. And, uh, they're going to keep that going on the feed. And then when Disney plus comes out, there's going to be all types of shows, and right off the bat, Axel and Heath are going to do The Mandalorian. So, after they finish Mindhunter, you could just, you know, be used to them, jump right into The Mandalorian, because I'm sure we'll all be, you know, getting down with Disney Plus. And yes, uh, even though I don't, I don't want to pr- I'm, plug I'm them too much, but yeah. you know, until they pay us, but we'll have that shit. That's all right. I, I'm I'm getting the package. I'm waiting to get the package, so therefore I could have Hula ESPN. So I'll I'll be a Hula member and all that goods and ESPN Plus, which I I love for boxing. You know, um, I will November. I'm there. Yeah. So that's the little plug. Go to DVRPodcast.com. Check us out there. You can become a patron. The links are all up there. You could donate, subscribe, rate, all that good stuff. As with our podcast, rate, share, subscribe, write to us, another podcast, another week podcast at gmail.com. Also join the Facebook group. We've been having fun with that. The Twitter's up. Another week one is the Twitter handle. You can just write, you know, look for another week podcast. It's going to pop right up. So we're getting all the socials going, but the uh, Facebook group is kind of cool. Uh, Ready made a couple memes the other day, sent me them. I posted one up, so uh, I'm not going to tell you what it's about, Takashi. <clears throat> but you can go up there, Snitch and uh, that's where you'll be able to see it. So, uh, from myself, DJ, and my co-host, ready, ready, ready. This has Y'all been have a, another week. Another week. Another week. Peace. Peace. Another week. Podcast. DJ, you ready? Another week. Another week, another week, podcast DJ ready.